0: News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Okay, let's talk to one of the co authors of one of those two uh, reports, uh, Kira Murphy, a uh, policy officer with the ESRI. Uh, Kira, just to, 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 to emphasize for the listener, your report simply looks at the numbers arriving here and, pote- and, the, and the reasons uh, for the increase in numbers. Uh, what did you find?
1: Yeah, that's exactly what we looked at, trying to explain why we're seeing this unusual increase this year. Um, And there were two things that we looked at. We looked at the absolute numbers, the large increase, and then an unusual distribution towards Ireland. Why Ireland, which is not a usual destination country, is seeing a larger increase than the UK or or Europe, for example. We found that there's a variety of factors, so lots of things going on at the same time. COVID-19 explains a big chunk of it. So... Uh, migration was essentially repressed for two years with the the restrictions and and, uh, difficulty with international travel. Um, So partially this is a catch-up migration from from that suppression. Um, But it's also quite a turbulent time globally. We've seen the Russian invasion of Ukraine and the increase really started in February. January figures were very similar to previously. And in February, both the restrictions lifted and also this thing happened that had impact around the world. And the EU and the UK are also seeing increases from that and we're seeing that as well as the knock-on, economic knock-on effects in countries of Covid as well as you know the existing protracted conflicts. Um, but then we also looked at these unusual patterns towards Ireland and we found that really it's a long-term network effect that partially explains that Ireland had its migration transition much later than other European countries and, and in part we're just kind of now catching up with the rest of Europe uh, because essentially social networks are really really important for migration Um, and there's also a very small deflection effect from the UK following the Rwanda policy but this is really small and much smaller than then there's
0: been speculation about it. All right, I okay. I am. must say, I'm somewhat surprised by that. Um, one of the one of the criticisms you get on the on the ground, and, and we've seen this in uh, as kind of various protests recently, is that Ireland is something of a soft touch uh, for for uh, asylum seekers for various reasons. I, I'm not saying that's the reality. I'm just saying that is a perception. Did any uh, evidence of that come true in your research?
1: Yeah, so you, you do hear this quite a lot. But what we really found is that that is not very influential, even if it is the case, it's not a massive influence on destination selection. So generally, the policies in the country have a minimal impact on where people decide to, impl- uh, to apply. Social networks are much more important. Um, but, for example, one of the things that really matters is the people's perception that they can have a long term settled future there, because for this type of migration, that's largely what they're missing. Uh, so that can be important. Um, but, for example, welfare policies have no impact whatsoever. The, the research is very clear on oh, okay. that.
0: Uh, two, two quick questions just before we let you go. Is this trend, like uh, upward trend likely to continue?
1: Uh, So we already, the the trend kind of peaked in June and we've seen it plateau and drop since then. Um, Our prediction, again with a lot of caveats because this type of migration is very difficult to predict, is that it will plateau but remain at a higher level than previously, which obviously has um, impacts for for reception planning.
0: Okay, you also made recommendations as to what should happen. Just uh, uh, briefly fill us in on those, Kira.
1: So, the the main recommendation of the report was, one, to do more research where we interview applicants because we've never done research uh, of this kind in Ireland, and the Department of Children, Equality, Disability, Integration and Youth, who commissioned this study, are now commissioning further research to look into it, so we'll be able to have more conclusive um, answers. And the other one is that really flexible reception systems that can accommodate the highest level, so we saw numbers similar to this in 2001, for example, but that can be strategically redeployed when this, when the, when the numbers drop, is really important for dealing with this kind of migration because it does just vary over time in a way that's just not in the control of, of national government.
0: Uh, Kira Murphy. And, and as your yes, sorry, Keira. as your
1: previous, uh, no, as your previous uh, g- guest, we're talking about it's it's really housing that that matters.
0: Okay, uh, Kira Murphy, Policy Officer with the ESRI, co author uh, of that new report uh, on the uh, increased numbers of applicants for international protection here. Thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.